Hello and welcome to the Monday Night War Stories. As your no-so crew goes on a little ratings war between WCW and WWF. This week, WCW is still down under. Uh, and we're on the road to no mercy as this is the go-go home show. They are showing us no mercy on this road. For no mercy. Uh, I am your host, Joseph Lussel. I'm alongside here with the Human Wrestling Database, Corey Mack. Hey, yo. And the chosen one, Mike Boobo. Ain't I great? Ain't you great? Ain't I great? October 16th of the year 2000. We're going to go down under Melbourne, Australia for WCW Monday Nitro. Commentary team is once again Tony Schiavone, Mark Madden, straight shooting Stevie Ray. Straight mutant Stevie Ray. <laughs> I get it. There it is. I see what you done, dude. There you go. There it is. Um, we're going to go straight to our first match of the night. As uh, it's going to be the... Well, this is hour 17 of their taping, so... Right. As it's going to be the Boogie Knights of Disco Inferno and Alex Wright versus Mark Jindrak and Sean O'Hare for... The WCW Tag Team Championships. As last week, the Boogie Knights won, but Mike Sanders comes out and tells them to restart the match. Why is he British now? Well, I'm trying to do what he does when he does his above-average promos. When he's, you mm. know, when he tries to blow up upward in some weird fashion. Next, Hondas. Yes. Yeezer. Um, Yeezer. Uh, Disco says he talked to the cat and. Uh, uh, but then Disco like re- winked at Alex Wright. Like, I talked to the cat. Wink. And I'm like, so you're saying you didn't, but okay, whatever. You're Disco Inferno, so you suck. Uh, but he says the Thrillers and Sanders are banned from ringside, and Sanders can't make the decision if it and, and it's final. Okay. So are you guys excited for a rematch? No. Absolutely not. There it is. Um, highlights here. Uh Alex Wright with a power slam to Sean O'Hare. Mark Jindrak with a jumping, uh, uh, oh, jumping to the top turnbuckle and doing a Frankenstein to Disco. Alex Wright with a big muscle drop kick to O'Hare. We get a ref bump as Alex Wright uh, accidentally roundhouse kicks the ref. Uh, Jindrak misses a springboard splash. Disco hits the chart buster, but Chronic comes out and uh, Adams hits a full nose slam on Disco and Chronic hits high time on Wright. And then we get a Shantan bomb on. Right for uh, O'Hare and Jindrak to retain their tag titles. Oh, yes. So off to a great start here. Rematches galore. Uh, we go backstage with Mike Sanders that says he's taking over WCW and he'll have 100% power. Um, Nash is with him and wants Sanders to go to the cat and tell him what to do. Nash says that, hey, he's hung over and um, I'm not working. he ain't working tonight. Classic Nash. Classic Nash. Hey, man, you go down under? What do you do? You, 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 you drink a little bit. Down know? where? Down there. <laughs> down there. <laughs> uh, Goldberg's arrived to the arena now. We go backstage with uh, Sanders showing up in the cat's office. Sanders says Sting's been messing with Nash's business. So Sanders says uh, Nash will be taking on Sting tonight. And Cat makes it a lumberjack match. So let me get this right. Your coach, Kevin Nash, says, I want the night off. Sanders, you got it, boss. And then within two minutes, it's, ah, we're putting him in a match with Sting. Give with the fans what they want, right? I That's guess. right. Ratings, baby. Ratings. 
Um, then Cat uh, says that he has a big surprise for one Mike Sanders for later on. His penis? Hmm? Maybe. Maybe. We get a Team Canada promo as they're in the ring. As uh, Storm says, if he's here for another day, uh, oh, if he hears another good day, Mike, or sees another cricket match, he'll be sick to the stomach. I, I'm with him on that. Cricket sucks. I don't get the rules. Oh, God. It's like running golf, but baseball, I don't know. It's like baseball without talent. It's like watching an Astros game. Uh, crowd chants, you're a wanker. How'd that go? Is that a British thing? Yeah. Australia's, uh, Australia's always been, you know, they want to be English. <laughs> oh, they're, uh, they're, is, Eng- they're English light. Which is funny because they fucking hate English. <laughs> they fucking hate the British. I think most of the world hates the British. Well, that's because, you know, the British sent all their scum to Australia to... I mean, that's, that's how Australia was founded. It was where they put all their fucking criminals. So that's we just, can blame England for Iggy Azalea. Yeah. I yeah. like it. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck England. I think uh, I think WCW hates us as our next match is Team Canada, Lance Storm, Jim Duggan, and Prime Time like Skipper versus MIA, AWOL, Loco, and Cajun. It's the feud they're born in. I think it's just prime time now. Like, don't even call no, it. It's just like, prime time. Like, Tony, like, corrects anybody when they say Elix Gaper. He's like, no, it's prime time. It's prime like, time, okay. baby. Sorry. Uh, well, they I- have to rehab him because Nash fucking killed him dead. Yeah, he's Beetlejuice. Um, third gimmick now. He's been here for a month. <laughs> it's, fun. <laughs> it's fun, guys. Uh, Rection runs through the crowd and attacks Storm. So uh, I hate it when an Erection runs through the crowd. Right. My Erection causes the door most of the time. It, it, it split the gates. Um, security. Well, that was Johnny the Bull's erection. Oh, in half. Well, we'll find out in a minute about him. It's like a hot dog that's been in the microwave too long. Did you see? Did you see that story? No. Pennsylvania somewhere there was a, an eighteen wheeler that crashed. Yeah. And fifteen thousand pounds of the inside filling of a hot dog spilled all over the highway. Yeah, I saw that one. <laughs> it's like the weird stories that pop up on like, my feed. What the fuck? I'm like, do I really need to hear about the 15 gallons of the inside innards of a hot dog sprayed you know, over the freeway? They're made out of, don't you? Lips and assholes. That's right, brother. Um, <coughs> uh, security takes Rection to the back, and so the ref is calling for the match because he legitimately pulls Storm from the apron. The ref's like, hey, man, you can't do that. Um, primetime ducks a clothesline with the Matrix move and gets... Uh, uh, Bounces back up, but gets hit with a big boot by AWOL. Loco with a big frost splash on primetime for a two. Um, Sweet. Thank you. Uh, Loco, uh, Loco reverses a storm suplex into a DDT. AWOL and Duggan then begin to brawl to the back. Ref bump again. Storm accidentally hits the ref. That ref get out of the way. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. Well, we're two for two on the ref bump here. Uh, Cajun hits, uh, accidentally hits Loco off the apron through a table. Guns then tosses in the chair, uh, and uh, Cajun grabs it, but Storm hits a missile drop see that, kick like, to the face. So the ref was laying there. She was trying to figure out how to slide it in front of his face without him seeing. And you could tell he was like, throw it behind me. She just wouldn't, so she just pushed it in front of him. He was like, I guess I'll back up and look at the apron. Jesus yep. Christ. Do, 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 do. Uh, oh, Storm God. hits a missile drop kick, then uh, Storm hits Loco with the chair, then he puts him in the maple leaf. Uh, for the win for Team Canada, you don't see enough half Bosnia crabs. I like that move. That's a good move. I don't yeah. know. I don't know until seems more painful until than the Bosnia crab or those uh, dumbass Harris brothers do the double team version of it. Speaking of dumb, let's go backstage with Shane Douglas and who's with Tori. Uh, <laughs> D- Douglas wants the Conan and the animals to come out so he can franchise them all. Um, then like Tori gets to talk and. 
And she yells at Pam again. Yeah, she does. Uh, then we see Conan making fun of Douglas in his voice. and uh, Also, Pam's outfit tonight. Ooh, daddy. Calls uh, <laughs> calls Douglas handicap. Um, I think in another term, but, you know, we don't say that here. Sir, next, Retarded? He called him Kane. There it is. Yeah. Kane. Uh, our next match is Shane <laughs> Douglas versus Conan. Kane's Ray. not retarded. Glenn Jacobs is. Mm-hmm. Uh, Conan, Ray Mysterio, and Tigress. Uh, they all triple team him. Uh, Douglas rolls uh, out of the ring and he's uh, pepper sprays both Conan and Ray. Then they throw Tigress into the barricade. Ref calls for the bell. Conan, uh, Douglas then handcuffs Conan in, into the ring so he can beat up Ray in front of Conan so Conan can do the stretching. No, what are you doing? I like Conan gives a fuck. It's the worst. Oh, what? What? <laughs> It's absolutely the worst. And then here we got Stevie Ray and Mark Madden arguing about whether it was pepper spray or mace, which is worse. Like, why does it fucking matter? Jesus Christ. Plot twist, it doesn't matter. Oh, my God. Uh, Then we go backstage with Sean Stasiak and Palumbo talking, and then they start shoving into each other. Nash wants to know what's going on with them, but you really can't hear what they're saying. And then Nash has them shake hands. A good coach. Just keeping the team together. Yeah, he's doing it again. Uh, Booker T has More a drunk. Yeah, Booker T is arriving into the uh, arena as Ray Mysterio is getting sent to the ambulance. As Kidman shows up and checks on him. You know why I like Nash as the uh, coach of the Natural Born Throwers? I get Boilermaker vibes off him. Walter Matthau and the Bad News Bears. He's he's a lot like that. Mm. He's half hungover. He's hungover. Doesn't, doesn't want to do give, anything. Doesn't really give a shit. Yeah. I just want to replace this version of Kevin Ash in every single sports movie ever. When somebody doesn't do it, he just big boots him. Yeah. Eat it now. Now what? <laughs> now you can run those laps. Yeah. Run those laps. <laughs> big boot. Fire. <laughs> I've heard so so far. I've heard you guys like tag matches and multi man. I mean, that's why I'm here. Our next match is a tag match of Mike Awesome and Crowbar. Is, is the Undertaker involved? Maybe they're just, you know, they were called Australian tag, tag team matches back in the day. Because the gimmick is it was created in Australia, tag team matches. So maybe what? they're doing an homage. What? But, yeah. Back in the 50s and all that, the 40s and 50s when they first came to America, there was Australian rules tag team matches. Interesting, because that's where well, they originated. Apparently, we're in our fourth match for Nitro, and the other it's three tag matches and a handicap match. Um, Nash, turn- we already talked talk about franchise. Two turntables and a microphone. There it is. Uh, Nash joins commentary as he brings up that the <laughs> the music that they came out to is the worst music he's ever heard. <laughs> Perfect music, and uh, you'll never, never hear, hear that, that one again. Uh, he's not wrong. <laughs> Uh, awesome with a jumping flying shoulder tackle to Palumbo. Crowbar with a springboard, springboard moonsault to Palumbo. Uh, Palumbo does the springboard to the drop kick off the rope. Stasiak's holding awesome, but Palumbo actually uh, drop kicks Stasiak. Crowbar does a double uh, double drop kick to both. Uh, then they begin to argue, and Awesome does a uh, jumping clothesline over the top rope to the outside. Uh, Palumbo with a sidekick to Crowbar makes him go to the outside. Crowbar with a Frankenstein to Palumbo on the outside. Crowbar with a springboard uh, leg drop uh, to Stasiak. Awesome with the over-the-top rope uh, shoulder tackle to Stasiak inside the ring. Stasiak with superplex to Awesome. Stasiak accidentally hits Palumbo. Uh, awesome does a belly-to-back to, bell, uh, belly to, to Stasiak. Awesome hits the splash on Stasiak for the win. 
Palumbo and Stasiak begin to argue until Nash gets in the middle of them, wants them to shake hands, and then they just walk away. If it wasn't for that stupid gimmick, I like the team of Awesome and Crowbar. Yeah, they're a good team because they're two good workers. Classic big man, little man. And, um, God, that gimmick, though. Fucking hell. It's fucking abysmal. It's so terrible. I give them credit. For, they're both trying to make it work. <sighs> I mean... That's bad. Either that or don't work, I guess. Yeah. And let's go backstage and see someone trying to make us more angry. Pamela with Shane Douglas with Tori Wilson. Three segments, by the way. As as Douglas says, he has larger fish to fry, and he challenges Booker T for a title shot tonight. (laughs) What? What the fuck? That match is not going on last no, of course not. It's a Booker T title, man. Yeah. Uh, We go backstage with Mike Sanders as Dave Flair comes in, and Sanders wants a... uh, Oh, he wants a favor from Sanders. Flair wants Buff Bagwell at Halloween Havoc in a DNA match. A what? Uh, that's what Tony asked. What in the world is a DNA match? Uh, is but, it where the f- the first person to make the other guy have some of his DNA with? Maybe. It's all gravy wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Uh, but Sanders says, if you want that, you got to do me a favor. Whoa. So let's go to our next match. Give me your DNA, baby. <laughs> yeah. Let's go to our next match as it's Kwee with Paisley versus Johnny the Bull. By the wow. way, by, by the way, Goldberg is now nine and zero because they've been doing house shows in Australia. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, Bullshit. My favorite line here: Stevie Ray says it. This is important that Stevie rests. Stevie Ray says this line: that Paisley is the worst yak of them all. Like, <laughs> well, this is awkward. This is awkward. <laughs> well, this match goes. Back. No wonder they didn't talk for like a decade. Yeah, he's wondering, right? Well, this match goes about 10 seconds as Kiwi springboards Johnny the Bull and he lands on his uh, feet, but he breaks his ankle. Mm-hmm. So he actually breaks his ankle? Yep. Of course he does. Mm-hmm. And then they go straight to the finish. And then what do we do for WCW, you guys? Let's just show the replay at a different angle. And just, Oh, yeah. they were doing it for you, Joe. Oh, of course they're, they are. They're just getting ready. It's what we call a pre- lubing it up. Lubing yeah. it up. Start with every limb possible. This is foreplay. For, oh, it is foreplay. All right. Good. <laughs> that dude should um, learn how to technically mat wrestle and never jump off a rope again. Because Torres a noose, and now uh, <laughs> he is trying every possible way to destroy the lower half of his body. He's succeeding. He's so, very good at you it. You don't see a punk. You need to watch more Johnny the Bull matches. Learn what not to do. So he got legit hurt here, right? <laughs> yep. Yeah. Is this it for Johnny? Or is no, it, nope. it is not. Oh, I was curious. I looked it up. It is not. He may still be wrestling, actually. No, you say wrestling. <laughs> he had a TNA run. Oh, but sure. when you say wrestling, oh. <laughs> my joke. Fuck was he in TNA? Red rum. Oh no, relic killer backwards. Christ. He had a mask. He had a Muda mask. And uh, teamed with Gold Dust when he was whatever the fuck he was in TNA. Uh, Employed? Oh. I can't remember the name, but he was fat and silver. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Stardust. <laughs> yeah. He was like a robot looking. That fun. sounds um, awesome. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. so sad that I missed it's it. It's the opposite of that is what it was, but relic. Stay tuned for Total Nonstop Apathy. And then when he was in, uh, I think it's Mexico where he was Red Rum. But they made him be relic in TNA because I guess murder backwards is worse than killer. <laughs> okay. Um, Johnny oh the Bull does get stretchered out. Uh, then we get a promo with the. Well, cat. I hope they didn't make him walk back. Well, who knows? Coward. <laughs> they, well, they they carried him with the anus. <laughs> Did they put the uh, 
the oxygen over his eyes like MJF. Maybe. Jeez, I finally saw the video of that. I was like, <laughs> fuck, dude. Oh, uh, God. We're going to promo the cat with Miss Jones. Uh, cat says, uh, Mrs. Jones. Uh, he starts the promo off how he hates that fat ass Mark Madden. <laughs> Speaking for all of America. Goddamn. Uh, Kat says this place isn't big enough for two commissioners. Uh, so he wants a match with Sanders tonight, but Sanders comes out and says, well, I got Johnny the Bull with a broken ankle, so I cannot wrestle, but I'll have a match with you. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah. I got a man down and back. Uh, uh, so I'll take you on at uh, Halloween Havoc. You're going to pay for that match, buddy. Sanders then brings out Chronic. Uh, Sanders then begins to send Chronic down to the ring, but then Goldberg's music hits, so they go back up to the stage, but then Goldberg comes to the crowd and standing in the ring with the cat. Um, Col- uh, Sanders says nothing. Hey, well, that habit, he just kicked Cat in the head and ended his career. Is that a habit? No. Deja vu. Um, <laughs> Sanders says it won't happen tonight, so Clark says that Halloween Havoc, they're going to have the, their biggest payday yet. Adam says Goldberg believes his hype and Halloween Havoc. They're going to end his career. Uh, his undefeated streak, which is really not undefeated anymore. Plainest logo ever. And <laughs> shove it up uh, his, but they blur uh, They blur out because for some reason in Australia, they have to blur out ass. And, well, so they, but they, they were super sensitive. They wouldn't even yeah. let him say hell. Yeah. Or franchise. Which is weird because they hate black people there, so it's weird they would send them. Anyways. Uh, we go backstage with Sanders, uh, knowing if Flair's ready. Uh, so it's the second hour of the show because we start the show off with a... We just now started the second hour of the show? Correct. Yes. Because it's a Booker T title defense against one Shane Douglas. Well, that does indicate that it is the middle of the show. Yep. Scott Steiner... I missed the pyro in the middle of the show. It's uh, by a Booker T title defense. <laughs> Scott Steiner joins commentary. All right. As uh, the bell rings, and we instantly cut to Conan coming back from the hospital, telling Tigress he has something to do. Besides her. Uh, my moment of the night so far for Scott Steiner is bringing up to Stevie Ray's face that him and Booker aren't brothers because Stevie's last name is Ray and Booker's <laughs> is T, and they ha- don't have the same mama. Deductive reasoning right there. Scott Steiner made this match. And actually, uh, this wasn't a terrible match. This is weird. You but Scott Steiner made the shit out of this match. You ain't got the same mama. Your <laughs> last name is Ray. Stevie his Ray's last name like is my T. real. <laughs> he's like my real night last name is Ray, and he's like, well, Booker T is T, so <laughs> you're not brothers. Uh, back and forth match. Booker with a spawn buster. Then he does the scissor kick, axe kick. Tori uh, hands Douglas a chain, but then Kidman comes down to distract Douglas. Douglas back elbows Kidman into Steiner. At the table. Uh, then Steiner goes after Kidman. Douglas then hits Booker with the chain, but only gets a two count, and we don't see it because we're focused on Steiner and Kidman now. Conan and Jarrett then come on out to brawl with each other. <laughs> Douglas then goes for the double axe handle, but Booker catches him and hits the bookend for the win. <clears throat> this was kind of chaos. Kind of? I mean, to pick the show up, thank Christ, we needed it. Yeah. Also, that is um, <clears throat> four segments with the franchise. Uh, Hopefully last Australia loves Shane Douglas Yep It no, didn't sound like it No one loves Shane the, Douglas The producer got a uh, Shane Douglas shirt n- No oh. The producer got a, a Email for t-shirts For a website that we get shirts from And it's uh, ShaneDouglas.com ECW triple threat One I'm like no I, I, I can't I don't know what that means 
It's Shane Douglas, Bam Bam, and Candido, if you say so. And then there's that and a Candido shirt. Uh, Skip. We do moments ago what just happened at the end of the match. Then we go to Pamela with Medeja and Steiner as Medeja's talking in Spanish and uh, basically Steiner wanting uh, Kidman tonight. So Sorry, Kidman. Yeah, sucks to be you, bro. Kidman, Kidman was 28. Uh, Jarrett <laughs> wants to send Conan back to the hospital tonight, so I guess there's two more matches. We see David Flair in the ring, and then Ric Flair comes out just to join commentary to find out, well, David Flair's taking on one, Goldberg. You know how I know that uh, Russo's gone? Because now all Mark Madden can say is Ric Flair's the greatest champion of all time. Yep. He is flipped on a dime. Uh-huh. And another thing with... <laughs> completely flipped. Why is he wearing a match shirt? Jesus Christ. And another thing with the... Uh, no, another thing with Ric Flair being at commentaries, he doesn't say a damn thing. Thank Christ. Just what a way for Flair to be paid. What's to it go- add to the? It's not add to the shit. It's not going to add anything. But what what a what a paycheck for Flair. Hey, I need you to come down to Australia. It's all guaranteed. Uh, make a run in. Tell your son to come with you. He ignores you. You join commentary. Don't say anything. Well, I mean, would you want to spend more time with Ashley? I think no. not. Yeah. Uh, Goldberg with the spear and jackhammer for the win. He's <laughs> ten and zero now, in this new undefeated sure, streak. Eighteen and zero by this no, point. No, it's ten and zero. I'm I'm trying to make sure I'm hearing these these right. We go to Pamela with Kidman and Conan. Uh, Kidman's down for his match with Steiner. He can go. Uh, he can. He is faster than Steiner, but he also can outthink Scott Steiner. Is this true? I How mean, dare you? No. Steiner math. That's all you need to know. How dare you? For that, Kidman, you might eat a power bomb. Although, in all honesty, the two of them, and I hate to be so blunt in, in this day and age of wokeness, but they probably are like in a legitimate conversation of who's slinging more poon in WCW in 2000. I mean, it's Kidman. <laughs> yeah, it's probably. But don't don't sell Steiner short. That wasn't a gimmick. We're not. I'm yeah, not. but <laughs> I feel like for the most part it was just rats. With Kibbit, it's Stacy and Tori. That's true. So really it's quality over quantity at this and point. Any of the Nitro Girls. All of them, remember? At once. Yeah. <laughs> All of them at once. <laughs> just take it back to the hotel room. Damn. We'll cure your broken heart. All four of us. <laughs> if you want to be my lover. Tori who? <laughs> um Conan accepts his, accepts his match to with Jared, and then he welcomes Conan back to the Filthy Animals. The other way around. With, he welcomes Kidman back. With Ray Conan, out, yeah. injured, and Hoovy off, we need you more than ever. Okay. I'm back. I'm, yeah. back. I'm back. Kidman's like, uh, okay. <laughs> Whatever. Let's, let's go to the eighth match of the night for Nitro here. Scott Steiner with Medeja versus Kidman. Um... Steiner makes fun of Australian fans, then we cut away and we cut back to him pulling a fan over and beating him up. Man, these fans, don't run your mouth. Just say, yes, sir, Scott Steiner, sir. Australia yeah. sucks, yep. sir. Yes, sir, sir. Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. Oi, oi, oi. Kidman with a pop-up drop kick, but Steiner, uh, Steiner gets right back up and clotheslines him. Steiner with a maritally press, and then he does three reps of Kidman. Kidman goes for the DDT, but Steiner hits an over-the-head suplex. Steiner goes for the powerbomb, but sadly, even Scott Steiner deals with the fate of Kidman. Damn. With the face buster, or as they call it, the space jam. What? No. 
Everybody I, I get up. Time is I'll call, no, now. I'll just keep calling it a face buster, but I'm letting you know. Tony Schiavone called it a space jam. We got a real jam. Steiner with the second rope Samoan drop and then puts Kibben in the Steiner recliner for the win. Hey, first of all, Samoan drop, that is the uh, diehard, first of all. The diehard? You get it right. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> diehard. Okay. okay. I'll go from there. Let's go to our ne- next match. Which you see a submission move. Schindler's List. <laughs> During Schindler's List? <laughs> you you're necking. We had no alone time. You're, <laughs> what was the most recent one? You're necking during Cody's promo. <laughs> he cured racism. Yeah. Our next match is Jeff Jarrett versus Conan that. with Tigress. Um, Conan's trying to do his entrance, but Jarrett attacks him. Is Conan hitting that? Like, what, what are we doing here? It would appear that's what they want you to think anyway. Conan with a hip toss, then the rolling thunder lariat. Uh, then we see a fan. On the outside, yelling at Jeff Jarrett, but he's wearing a Jeff Jarrett t-shirt. That makes no sense. The Zach group. Yeah. Jeff Jarrett yells back at him. You fucking moron. Jarrett uses a green chair, rams it in the Conan's chat. Uh, that was code. Chest. That was code, because it's a green card. <laughs> so he used a green chair. Also, um, Al, first of all, it's, just like, it's like a non-folding chair. He just hit him in the face with it. Yeah. Like, Jesus, Jeff. Then he, go, then he gets a folding chair, hits it with a... Hits uh, Conan with it. Then the sign of the night for me is Hamster Viagra <laughs> pops up. Uh, did there pops up. Uh, Kidman with the face. His uh, Conan with his uh, face buster. Face team. Uh, no, it's like the X Factor. Because Hamster Co- Conan looks like he's going to do the Bronco Buster, but does like a rear end. Just um, Tigress uh, tries to do the Bronco Buster, but Shane Douglas comes out. I thought he was done. Five segments. God damn. And grabs her. Tiger slaps him, but then uh, Tori slaps her. Jarrett grabs the guitar and is going to take a swing at Conan, but Conan realizes the spot and then books it so fast that Tiger gets the guitar shot. Jarrett then hits a stroke on Conan for the win. Jarrett then puts Conan in the Scorpion Deathlock. Then we cut to Sting watching, and all he does is throw a chair because he's angry. Because he saw Hawks Rights back. Yeah. It's like, God, I thought we Fucking right back. But ha, ha, that's the quickest I've ever seen Conan move is when he sees that guitar shot coming. He's like, I got to get out of here. Like, nope. Nope. He took the, th- well, you know why? It's non-flashbacks. He took that thunderous chair shot by Hogan. And uh, he didn't want that. You know, he was gone for like two months. That was, I mean. That's <laughs> like, I hope that's what. I hope that's what he used. Only to go one doesn't simply take a chair shot from Hulk Hogan. No, that that thing had malice on it. Mm-hmm. I mean, The Rock was like Hogan. Jesus, man, this guy's a family. Yeah. <laughs> it may have been all of one mile an hour. Touch money. What? I. It's that whole thing of a. It's that um. Hogan saw what Rock did to Foley and was like. Hold my beer. Watch me do this to Conan. Right? I'll show him how it's done. Tap. God damn it. <laughs> what? Yeezer. Uh Earlier this week, or earlier today, Kevin Nash went to a brewery and got his own personal label, Big Sexy True Brew. Yep. It was, unfortunately, over uh, Coors Light, so you know, it tastes mm-hmm. like piss, but there's a label, so that's cool. So that, that feels like should have been for Scott. <laughs> I've been a little too on the nose there. <laughs> That's why he's hung over because he was drinking his new beer. 
Uh, let's go to the main event, our 10th match of Nitro. Sting versus Kevin Nash, and it's a Lumberjack match. Uh, all, the, better. all the stars are out, according to Vita, uh, to Madden. Uh, men, women, and Big Vito. I was like, damn, dude. <laughs> Jesus Christ. She is stiff shots, sir. <laughs> Uh, Nash with a corner elbow and big boot. Sting knocks Nash out uh, on his face, and uh, the faces attack Nash. Sting attacks Nash's left leg the whole match. Sting puts Nash in the Scorpion Deathlock, but the Thrillers are able to pull Nash out of the ring and protect him for a bit. That was awesome. Sting goes to the Stinger Splash, but Nash gives him a big boot. Nash hits sn- Snake Eyes. Then you don't he- usually count on the Splash. No. Uh, Nash um, puts him in a uh, Jarrett's signature headlock. Then Steiner comes out to attack Booker. It becomes an all-out brawl while Nash still has Sting in the headlock. Uh, Chronic comes out and brawls too. Sting hits a Stinger splash uh, and, and then drop kicks Nash into the ref, ref bump. Sting, Nash is like, we're taking a break, brother. Wait for 10 minutes. <laughs> yep. Sting hits a Stinger splash. Uh, Kevin Nash with that Jeremy Blanchard work rate. Right, uh, Nash with the stinger splash on uh, Sting the stinger splash on Nash, who was in the front of the ref. So ref bump, Jarrett comes so the through. Second the, ref bump, uh, first. Uh, oh, he knocks him into the ref, but Nash stops himself, and then Sting does the splash. So Jarrett comes through the crowd. Sting goes for the third stinger splash, but Jarrett hits the uh, Sting with the guitar. Robin says the three count, but then stops before the three because I think it looked like Sting should have kicked out. But he doesn't. Is is like one, two. Eh, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. Right. Am I going? Okay, three. Um, then fans start throwing stuff into the ring with Nash and Jarrett celebrating the victory. It's in the warrant. Uh, probably shit of the ring. No, it was a little bit of much. Uh, I think the crowd's getting restless. Well, yeah. remember also. This is that. This is the time frame when now now they're doing the double taping, so they get to watch Nitro and Thunder in one sitting. Yeah, but I think they were in different cities. No, for this week they were in Melbourne. They were in the same arena. Oh, were they? Yeah. Yeah. Last week they were in Sydney, and then bumfuck. I don't know. Perth. No, where the fuck were they first? Because Sydney was second. Where were they first? Because there's Sydney, Melbourne's, there's Melbourne, there's Perth. They were Melbourne this week. I don't remember. Um, they're in Sydney on Thunder. Nope. And on Nitro, do I have uh, Brisbane? Brisbane. Okay. Brisbane. Brisbane. The where the where they are now is actually kind of important for wrestling going forward. Um, as Jeff Jarrett undoubtedly met the owner of the building uh, <laughs> during this trip. Uh, and, <laughs> and noticed how crazy Australia was for wrestling. That would come in handy next year. Mental note. <laughs> yep. So let's move on. Let's go back to the States. We're going to go to Detroit, Michigan Ugh. for Ugh. Monday Night Raw, October 16th. With the Palace here? Yep. yep. I thought Joe. I think we're at the Joe. Oh, we're at the Joe. That's no, right. we're at the Joe because we're at the they Joe. They don't do the Palace. Monster no. truck match, we're, baby. We're, we are at the Joe because we're at the. Crime scene of yeah Survivor Series. Of- WWF did the Joe. WCW had the Palace, but the crime scene of Halloween Havoc '95. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> uh, commentary he team fell off, brother. Jr. and Jerry the King Lawler. So this is the Go Go Home Show to No Mercy. Wake me up. 
Go, go. So let's go to our first match tonight as it's going to be Eddie Guerrero versus Chris Jericho for the Intercontinental Championship. Um, Eddie says uh, he, he was tired of China's crying, moaning, whimpering. He got tired of her ass. Uh, when China does beg for forgiveness, Eddie's going to kick her to the uh, ass to the back. <laughs> and that's what he would do to Billy Gunn if he gets involved with his business. Oh God! I thought honestly when he first started, I thought he said I was gonna kick you square in the nuts. I'm <laughs> gonna <laughs> kick you square in the nuts. Uh, Jericho comes out, tells him to shut the hell up. We do. Uh, we get. Oh, him hold, on, hold on, this is important. Actually, this caused a little bit of ruckus with some of the other people in the back, uh, back at the time, especially to one Triple H. Because what Jericho says is he comes out and goes, for the first time in a couple yeah. of months, mm. we're not starting with a long, boring promo, so why don't you shut the hell up? And that rubs some people the wrong way. So you're starting to see Jericho like, motherfucker, you're not going to fire me, clearly, so fuck yourself. Yeah. Do something about it. Right. If you don't like it. Yeah. Also, I'm right. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Eddie does, like, the springboard, like, what happened Johnny the Bull, and Eddie feet land on, like, the second rope, and it looks like he landed on his neck. Uh, Eddie starts to limp around, but the ref just calls the match. Yeah. Uh, X-Pac runs down to attack Jericho. Billy Gunn comes out to attack X-Pac. We show the replay again of Eddie landing on his head and his legs going across the second rope. Mm-hmm. Legit? Or it was just, legit. Oh, it was legit. Yeah, he doesn't wrestle at no mercy. Really? No. Nope. His leg is fucked. Because, I mean, what, if, it like was, what, if it was a, like if it was an angle, they wouldn't have stopped the match. Because last week they announced him and Billy Gunn, and that does not happen. Is it what type of injury? Is it like hamstring? That I'm not quite sure on. I just know that it's enough to keep him out of the ring. Okay. Is this also um, <clears throat> what causes some other issues? Um, They're already gone. He, this is about no. where the turn starts, though. <sighs> Goody. We don't get... Peak anymore Eddie for here on out. Yeah. It's not super noticeable at first, but it's, mm. it's yeah. yeah, crummy. Uh, we get show that, like I said, they show the replay all over again. Um, backstage, a limo shows up, and it's Stephanie with Kurt Angle. As Kurt Angle is now Stephanie's whipping boy, of course, he is because Stephanie's involved. Damn so of course he's literally in a title match on Sunday. No, it's I want you. Let's to, go ahead and emasculate this fucking. Piece I want of shit you too. to grab my belt, uh, my my uh, bags, my bag. So of course, carry on, carry on. Jesus, Christ. of course, Stephanie. Uh, we get a. She makes Hunter do it too. Wants back now. We get a sit down promo now with Jonathan Coachman with Rikishi. Um, <laughs> what? We get to, Is he gonna go heel like today? Yeah, well, no, Coachman won't, but. Rikishi has. Uh, Rikishi says uh, that his change has been tremendous. People in his family have nothing but respect for him, how he's a visionary, and how they're proud of him. This original Coachman is blander than dry toast. Dude, it's so bad. (laughs) Uh, Rikishi says that he's been banned from the arena because he had plans to talk to Austin. Rikishi says Foley's protecting Austin. Uh, Says that Foley is protecting him, but it's really protecting Austin. Uh, Rikishi said that he loved what he did and he'd do it again. Uh, the Rock isn't happy, and Rikishi says, I heard what The Rock said on SmackDown. He said that hurt because Rock doesn't care about what Austin would do to him at No Mercy. Rikishi says Rock is uh, confused, and deep down, The Rock's cool with what he did because The Rock is family. 
Uh, Rikishi has no remorse, and he, he meant what he said and did about the great white hope and that the Island Boys have not been given a fair shot. Rikishi would do anything uh, for The Rock and make sure that he isn't treated like the rest of the family. As long as Rikishi here, The Rock is going to go to higher stardom. I'm sorry. They're trying, but I don't buy Rikishi in this at all. Mm. I don't buy him as a heel. I don't buy him as the guy that ran out. Mm. It doesn't make sense. It's not even plausible. So it's like, eh, whatever. Uh, at No Mercy, Rikishi says he doesn't care about Stone Cold. Rikishi would would have slapped Austin in the face if he got stood up to him. Uh, but at M- No Mercy, Rikishi is going to take care of business. Like <clears throat> The Rock is the kind of person he would just do it himself. Yeah, like Rock would no problem running him over. The only thing I liked about Fatu or Rikishi this week was Kevin Owens on the pre-show for Hell in a Cell. Oh yeah, did you see that? No. He's being interviewed about this whole Ezekiel Elias shit. And he's like, it just reminds me about when I was a teenager and Fatu disappeared. And then the Sultan showed up and I knew that was Fatu. I told everybody that was Fatu, but nobody would listen to me. Oh, God. <laughs> the only thing I also the uh, the thing about Rikishi saying is that he at least made a difference. <laughs> yeah. He made sure to throw that line in play. That was a shot. That's a shot, brother. Ah. Uh... Uh, then we get a recap of Heat of APA and TNA playing poker and TNA losing everything until Trish comes in. So they decide to play strip poker a la Trish being the stripper. Oh, this wouldn't go today at all. APA wins. Oh, it should. And she. But it really should. <laughs> I know, right? Um, TNA loses every hand and Trish strips all the way down until TNA attacks Aren't APA. Aren't supposed to be her workers? Like, yes. she be like, fuck you. I'm their boss. And so she's like, okay, here's my bra. Yep. <laughs> Bingo. So our next, I'm a fan. <laughs> so our next match is TNA with Five Trish stars. versus APA. 11 stars. <laughs> Not for the match. Oh, okay. Uh, back and forth match here. I was like, what? Yeah, I was waiting for it. Uh, Nine inches. Uh, Tess with the big boot for Bradshaw. <laughs> uh, Tess with the big boot to Farouk. Bradshaw with the top rope shoulder tackle. Trish gets on the apron, so Bradshaw plants a kiss on her. Albert with a sit down. Did he plant a kiss or suck her entire face off? What suck the her fuck soul. Was That's that? what he did. He sucked her sucked soul. her face off. Albert with a sit down powerbomb on Bradshaw for a two. Farouk with a spine buster on Bra- uh, Albert, and then Bradshaw with the clothesline from hell for the win. Match went on pretty, pretty decent while for this one. Well, they had to make up for that really short Eddie Guerrero Jericho match. That lost, some, lost some time there. Yeah. They were banking on. Got a stretch, and how do we do it? Not doing it with a promo. I'm not sure I would have picked yeah. this match. How do we do it? Bradshaw. I, w- I wouldn't have picked this match to stretch, but hey, whatever. We did it. We go back. I mean, you want to give us Test and Albert stretch that. I mean, yeah, yeah, I mean, it's fine. Or have Trish stretch in the ring. I mean, either way, I'm good with I, that's I'm, what I'm I'm whatever. Done. Yoga with Trish Stratus. That's some satisfaction right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, we go Peacock. We go backstage with St- Triple H and Stephanie. Triple H knows uh, Stephanie wants a career, but they thought that about talking about her not working with Angle. Stephanie says she's just it's business with Angle. Triple H then asks, "What if something happens to Stephanie?" Triple H doesn't know what he would do. Stephanie says it's a chance that they're going to have to take. Aww, we c- we come back from commercial and Stephanie's with. Kurt now talking about how he'll be champion but Triple H comes in and says this is a business meeting so Stephanie tells Kurt to leave but he Stephanie's Triple H's like no you leave we need to be alone for a second 
him and Angle. So we're going to fuck. <laughs> yep. Our next match is for the European Championship, as is Al Snow versus one William Regal. Al Snow coming out representing England. Uh, top hat, a mustache, an umbrella, a coat, and a... This popped me. A scared photo of Regal. <laughs> right. I'm not even sure where that's from. I don't either. I think they. I honestly think they took it in the backstage. Like, Max scared. So, did I pop so that hard for the picture? But I couldn't figure out, and we'll get to it later. Uh, I was like, why is this on TV? Why is this not happening Sunday? <sighs> I'll tell you later. Okay. Um, <sighs> but, yeah, this popped me. Regal, by the way, looks in fantastic shape. Yep. He's sober. He's clean. And he's motivated. He's working with Al Snow. He's motivated to not fuck up this last chance. This, like he, I saw him like he has like he has like a four six four to six pack, and I'm like this. He looks better now than he did in WCW. No, he's mm-hmm. he's sober. No, he doesn't have that. Oh. Touche. <laughs> Got him. Win in Rome. Um, Fred Treadle. A regal with a reverse neck breaker, then multiple up short uppercuts. Al with a reverse belly to back suplex for a two. Snow goes for a moonsault, but Regal puts his knees up. Regal puts Snow in the Regal stretch, and now Snow taps. So you're new European champion, William Regal. I mean, he was clearly always going to go him. Uh, Corey, I have a question. Mm-hmm. So Regal is the first person I ever saw do those European uppercuts? Yeah. Who did it? Where, Before? From? Yeah. Um, they're a staple in... Um not world of sports, so I because I've watched a lot of British world of sports from the seventies and eighties, and I've yeah. seen uh, guys will do forearm shivers like that a little bit, but that's where it comes from. Um, he's like the master of them; he really lays them in pretty good. Mm-hmm. I was a little disappointed by this match; it was so fast. I think this should work. I give these guys stretch here. Give these guys ten minutes. Al Snow's a worker. These two could have had a damn great Which, match. They know that because they were relying on him no, about a year. Yeah. <laughs> to be a worker. Yeah. I mean, this could be a, a damn good match. But instead, it was just like a blink and you'll miss it. A squash. Of. Really? Yeah. And yeah, the the European thing with Thelsa was funny. But it it, it was done. Because like, first of all, they were running out of options already. Um, plus with Regal there, it just made sense. Like, give the guy the belt and let him go. Al Snow's back to Al Snow. whatever the Probably fuck. Probably hardcore. Whatever the fuck Al Snow will be back to is what he's doing. Ned. <laughs> oh. Hey-o. Hey-o. Uh, we, we go backstage with Triple H and uh, Angle as he has rules for Kurt Angle. If Stephanie, when they're at down at ringside, Stephanie's Kurt's responsibility. And if anything happens to her, it's Angle's fault. Um, and if it becomes more than a business relationship, this is the, it'll be the last thing he does. This is like a dad telling some high school senior the rules for dating his daughter. Yeah, some dad tried to give me that talk. I laughed at him. I was like, I don't but how do you guys? How do you guys feel the fact that we just went like two months with them going back and forth, and now it's you can manage my wife. Well, it's because um, he no longer has balls because it's definitely man on camera. So well, it's also because they completely redid the writing team, and who cares what they did for a year? Fuck it, we're good. This is what we want to do now. Hmm. Continuity? Yeah. Nah, who needs that? that? Our, our fans are idiots. They don't remember what we did last week. So this is the beginning of that end. Got it. Our next match is Kane versus, Kane versus Triple H as one Chris Benoit join, uh, comes out. Mm. And he joins commentary. This distracting Triple H to allow Kane to attack Triple H. That's uh, not as good as Steiner commentary. <laughs> no. 
Uh, Triple H ducks a clothesline and hits a reverse neckbreaker. Triple H jumps off the apron, and Kane catches him and runs him into the post. Kane with a big clothesline from the top rope. They cut to Stephanie telling Kurt that Benoit is going to interfere and that he needs to go down, that she needs to go down there. Angle tells her no because she's his responsibility. Kane with a military press on Triple H. Kane throws Triple H to the outside. Um, Kane grabs Triple H, but... Uh, what is it? Oh, uh, throws him back into the ring. Oh, Kane grabs Triple H, but Triple H drags Kane's head across the rope, top rope, and then Triple H goes after Benoit. Triple H uh, throws that Kane. Like he just dove over the table. He's like, we're doing this now, bitch. <laughs> yeah. Triple H throws Kane into the post and then pedigrees him on the floor. Ow. Benoit attacks Triple H with a chair. Um, Benoit hits a belly-to-back suplex and then puts Triple H in the cross face until security comes out to break him up. I don't remember, at this point, Kane being such an afterthought. He wasn't on the July pay-per-view. Was a replacement for Big Show at SummerSlam. Was thrown into the four-way in September and, again, isn't even on the pay-per-view in October. He's just a complete fucking non-entity here. Three years ago. I don't remember this being the case. It's funny how you go back and you're like, wow. He'll probably be at New York (laughs) <laughs> that, oh god at the choke slamming children ah! at the pay-per-view how dare you wear a mask oh <laughs> yeah. pussy we see Austin headed the ring so our next thing, segment is a promo with Michael Cole with Stone Cold Steve Austin ah, in, in the ring Austin says he's happy he's pissed to be off at in Detroit because this is the place it's happened uh, Austin's gonna compress 10 months into a single ass whooping and at no mercy um they bring up Rikishi's interview. He says it's a load of crap. Austin says Rikishi will slap him, uh, but is that the best he can do? He, fuck, hell, man. He ran me over with a car. Austin says Rikishi's, uh, that he has Rikishi's photos everywhere at his house to motivate him because because Rikishi's a dead man. He's like, I have a photo, two photos in my bathroom, one in front and one in the back, so whatever whatever I'm doing, make me angry. I can look at him like... <laughs> It's just Rikishi's ass, though. Yeah. He's an ass man. Done. Done. What? Um, at No Mercy, Austin's going to break Rikishi down. Then he kicks Cole out of the ring. Uh, Austin says he's going to stomp Rikishi's ass at the pay-per-view. Then Rikishi shows up on the Tron as he's in the parking lot. He's in the spot that he ran over Austin. And he says, well, Foley banned me from the arena, but I'm in the parking lot. So why don't you come out here? And we can rumble. You could count on me waiting for you in the parking lot. Ugh. Austin heads to the back. Rikishi tries to run him over again, but Austin's able to dive out of the way. Almost like he could have in November because it was the same thing. Yeah, weird. Uh, moments ago, what happened with Austin? Then we get an X-Pac promo saying he's beaten Jericho multiple times and he'll do it again. But now he has to deal with another blonde idiot, Billy Gunn. Calls out Billy Gunn as... Uh, Gun comes out, but then Eddie limps from behind and attacks uh, Gun with the icy belt. Him work. Yep. Jesus Christ, dude. Yeah, X- you weren't right. You were right. Limps from behind. <laughs> X Pac then attacks Billy Gun. Then we have a match here of Billy Gun and X Pac. X Pac goes to the Bronx bus where Jarrett comes out to attack X Pac. X Pac grabs a chair and Jericho springboard drop kicks the chair into X Pac. 
He jumps over the ropes. Uh, they have to be separated multiple times. It's funny how just the the measure of, of like height. Like you put Billy Gunn next to Eddie and X Pac, and he looks like the fucking Big Show. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. Sadly, and it's like kind of current day too. Yeah, like you put Billy in the ring against um, a lot of people in the AEW roster, and you're yeah, like, he towers "Holy over shit!" Them. Yeah, we're daddy ass. You know. Uh, moments ago, what just happened? Uh, backstage, uh, Billy Gunn enters the freezer. Of the arena is it's Foley's office as he wants Eddie Guerrero at No Mercy, and Foley gives him that match. So our next match is the Dudley Boys versus Los Conquistadors, or as JR's goes, that's Edge and Christian. Hey, 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 hey. Has that been proven in a court of law? Can you, can you decisively tell me that's Edge and Christian? No. That is Conquistador Uno. And Dos. And Dos. Which means one and two. I'll be honest, I thought this was going to be a quick match, but this stretched. Yeah. Uh, Uno or Dos, I don't know who does a head scissor takedown. Uno's the taller one. Uh, crowd chants the almost the entire match. We want tables. Um, Bubba, I don't want tables. I'm good. Bubba drops one of the conquistadors on the top rope. Dudley's hit the was up on the other one. When they get the tables, the crowd pops. One of the, uh, one of the conquistadors does a crossbody to Devon. Bubba with a Bubba bomb. Bubba goes uh, and tries to take off the mask, but the uh, other one rolls up Bubba for the win. So the Conquistadors with an upset. That reeked of awesomeness. Taking on, they get the number one contendership. Um, let's go to our next match as it's Val, Ven- uh, Val Venus, the right to censor versus the Road Dog. Now this feels like it's Dragon worse than Nitro, dude. No. Not even a little Holy bit. Holy crap. Uh, Venus drops Road Dog on the you know, top. We're, we're deep in hour two already. So. Yeah, we're almost, we're almost at the main event. Good. Uh, Road Dog gets dropped on the top of the barricade. Uh, the Road Dog reverses an Irish rip and throws Venus in the steel steps back and forth until uh, Naked Midian runs in and punches Steven. Road Dog <laughs> celebrates that, but then Val low blows him and rolls him up for the win. I pop whenever Naked Midian shows up, it makes me laugh so much. <laughs> I love it because, like, I don't even I don't know how. This is the one thing the company at this point has not overused. It's been like a few weeks since we've seen him. That's true. So they just kind of sprinkle him in out of nowhere, and it's fucking great. Uh, we see backstage Stephanie telling Kurt to focus up. I need to focus for the match. Uh, then we get a promo with them as Stephanie comes out and introduces Angle. As we find out that he were uh, on Sunday Night Heat, um, Kurt Angle will be interviewing his opponent. The Rock. What? He's going to be interviewing The Rock on Sunday Night Heat. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't it take place from WWE New York? No. Uh, Not on pay per views, well, no, right? I mean, it, the, yeah, what happens is the, the hosts are in New York, and then they go to the arena for shit. Oh. Back to New York with uh, Taz. I guess Taz is never working pay per view again. Well, no, but this, <laughs> I think the, I could be wrong at this time, but I think the pay-per-view heats were from the arena, I think. I thought I thought that heat on pay per views still at the arena. But it could be. Yeah, I just don't. I don't know. Why would Joe watch the heat? He'll tell us. Yeah, I will. Yeah, you're the heat aficionado. Uh, uh, Angle makes a joke uh, about how uh, <laughs> they're in the Moore City and how Rikishi ran over uh, Austin. 
Uh, Angle says he'll be the Triple Crown winner of an IC title, King of the Ring, and heavyweight champion quicker than Triple H. Hard, hard rock. Hard rock. <laughs> T-Mac versus hard rock. Rock hardy. Rock hard. <laughs> rock hardy. Ha-ha. <laughs> uh, uh, rock goes right after, uh, goes right to Angle. Uh, rock hits Christian with a Samoan drop. Hardy's hit poetry in motion on edge. It's back and forth. Lita jumps off the top turnbuckle and hits a Hurricane Rana. A what? A Frankensteiner on Christian. Stephanie then forearms Lita in the back of the head and throws her into the post. Stiff. Jeff hit, uh, does a splash to the edge on the outside. Rock hits a spine buster and goes for the people's elbow. Uh, but Christian comes in and Rock punches him out of the ring. Angle tries to clothesline the Rock, but he ducks and hits the Rock bottom. Stephanie pulls the ref out of the ring. Rock grabs Stephanie, but Edge and Christian begin to double-team Rock and take him to the outside. Jeff goes on the top turnbuckle for the Swanton, but uh, on angle, but Stephanie clips him with a tire iron. Angle hits the Olympic slam for the win as Rock after Rock bottoms Edge and Christian. Why did she have a tire iron? I didn't see it until the replay. She grabbed it from Arn Anderson. And for what reason would there be a tire iron under the ring? Um. Yes, I I like I said I honestly did uh, not see it until the replay. I'm like, oh, she had like a weapon. Oh, okay. A lead pipe makes sense, sort of. A wrench makes sense. What if she had like the like the p- batons that you whoosh, like it pulls, you know, like swing, swings out the extendable ones. Uh, but no, a tire God. iron. But Rock has to look strong as he takes out E and C. To end Monday Night Raw. So, boys, where's the better show? Raw. It was Raw. It was. Uh, let's go to the ratings. I, uh, last week, WCW gives Monday Nitro 2.4, while WF got a 5.4. This week, WCW got a 2.3, while WWF got a 4.8. Oh, wow. Ouch. Well, it's been a hot Monday night football game that night. Um, October 16th. October 16th. The year 2000. Barry uh, Horwitz. Because that rock took a dive. And that's the week before the pay per view. I guess it's really the night after one. You don't Yikes. Like Uh-oh. Not a good game. It was the Jaguars at the Titans. Oh, a five and uh, Titans won. What's that twi- George? Or is that Titans won twenty-seven thirteen? Rankings the standings be a five to one, five and one Titans versus a two and five. All right, so it wasn't that. Shout yeah. out to Mark Brunel. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Baseball playoffs? No, well, I mean possibly October, but October two thousand. That's the that's uh, Gore and Bush. Uh, isn't the, that the debate in October debate? It might have been a debate. Yeah, because that's the election year. So I'm guessing uh, there might have been a debate that day. Um, I can look it up right here for you. Candidates debate. The debate schedule was the third, the eleventh, and seventeenth. Also, it's the next day. Damn, yeah, that's just, that's, nobody wanted to watch Raw that night. Let me check it out. You blame them. It wasn't great. They didn't miss much. Um, playoffs for the baseball. Should have been Mets Bravos at some point for the uh, LCS. The Yankees and who'd they beat? Mariners. In 2000? Yeah. 
Not two. That would be two thousand one. Uh, no, this is two thousand. Yeah, so it wouldn't have been the Mariners. I'm looking at the two thousand Major League uh, postseason divisional series was the Red Sox and Mariners, and then Oakland and Yankees. Yeah, so it was the Mariners, and then the Yankees and Mariners. And then San Fran, Mets, St. Louis, Atlanta, Mets. That was a very easy playoff for us. We we struggled that year. We steamrolled <laughs> that year. Oh, okay. I, I'm looking at the Wikipedia, and I see Swept the and I see deaths on the Wikipedia. I'm like, who fucking died in the postseason? But it's like all the uh, MLB players. Who died that year? Give us some names, Joe. Um, who died in 2000? Quick couple names. Who we got? Bob Lemon. I don't know who that is. It's a famous pitcher. John... Uh, Milner. Yep. Uh, Hugh Alexander. Well, Willard Nixon. Yep, that's all I got for you all guys. Right, There's a lot more, but I don't know any of them. Um, I'm trying to see. October 11th through the 16th were the dates for the NLCS. And it went five games. So, maybe so was there, was NLCS, was there was an NLCS game that night then. Oh. Uh, October 16th was game uh, five for them. Yep, yep. I would have done it. That's the Mets. It's a big market. Yep, Mets were popular. They had Piazza. Oh, yeah. Yes, sir. So let's go to our favorite part of the show, the award show. Let's start off with best match. Oh, God uh, damn it. Uh, I'm going to do this. That Booker versus franchise, yeah. I enjoyed the match. I'll be on. I'm actually going TNA and APA. I didn't mind it. Kane and Triple H. How about that? Jabroni match of the week. Kiwi versus Johnny. Yeah, yep. the bull and his torn anus balls or something. <laughs> anus, a, anus hole. Um, and Lance Storm should carry around a big sign as it says. Days since Johnny the Bull injured himself. <laughs> Zero. Yeah. <laughs> Should be fantastic. Uh, who is your MVP? Big Papa Papa's got Sunday. Yeah. Your name ends with a R and <laughs> ends with a T. You ain't your brothers. You don't have to even say mama. <laughs> uh, who's your motive? Mike Sanders. He, get off my screen, man. Yeah. You're a void of anything that's relevant to anything that's good to any thing we do. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yes, it, it does. does. It does. I agree with you, Corey. I went a different direction, but you're right about Mike Sanders. Mine uh, doesn't have that problem. Creative has a problem with him, apparently. That's The Rock. Yeah. That is, uh, you were completely irrelevant this episode. You mean the last four or five months? I mean, at least one episode he like was talking about finding Benoit's penis or something. At least there was that. Yeah, there was just, no, no, that was Kane looking for the. It penis. took him seventeen minutes to spit the joke out, but he did get there. But he at least got time for the mic. There <laughs> was a shit tonight for the Rock. Uh, that's usually a sign he's losing. Nah, it's a good bet he's not going to win on Sunday. <laughs> just a good bet. Um, it's Mike Sanders for me. It's either him or freaking. Douglas, but Douglas might be my WTF, yep. Uh, but no, it's Sanders. I'm getting tired. I don't know. It's that thing, and I, know I, I, and I know I brought this up on another episode, of like, what the hell do they see in him? Like, I, he can somewhat talk, and they think that he could be... It's one of those things, if you 
I think if you put him in the ring with The Rock, since that's who they compare him to, Rock wipes the freaking mat with him. Does he need a freaking writer? The Rock? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he has a writer. He's a personal writer. Yeah, he's got a personal writer. Well, no, but I'm saying if he, he doesn't need one to take on Sanders. Oh, I was, I was confused. No, I know I, like, I no, I know the Rock has a writer. I'm just saying if the Rock doesn't need a writer, he can still wipe the mat with uh Sanders. Well, the Rock was clearly an influence on Sanders. Um Yeah. He's boring. Yeah, it's not good. Yes, it is. Uh WTF? Blah. Kind of a blah raw going into a pay-per-view. I mean, you kind of want to make me give a damn about your, your event and your matches, and Raw didn't exactly get me all stoked to watch the mercies that are none. Yeah. Uh, mine uh, goes out to WWF. Uh, the Rock, your champ. Remember him? He's the guy with the belt. And he's popular. No. Okay. I wonder he bolts as soon as he can. Uh. This, uh, I don't understand the booking of The Rock. I don't get it. <laughs> there hasn't been any. I don't understand. You know, besides the Benoit feud, he hasn't really been any storylines. Oh, At SummerSlam, he was the third wheel in another storyline, just happened to be a champ. And then the next month, he's literally just the champ, and they throw people at him. It's like, all right, go. How do you treat The Rock as a placeholder? What the fuck is that? Jesus. That makes sense. Uh, my WTF is them, uh, them uh, giving Shane Douglas five segments. Yeah, that's a lot. It's, five it's, too many. It's too many segments for, for Shane Douglas. I know they're looking for stars, but... Look somewhere else. He ain't it. <laughs> we, we done been there. <clears throat> but it's that uh, too many times, too many damn times of Saginaw and... I sag it all, all over myself. I'm done. Whoa. You should get that checked. I know. I really should. Uh, but you can be checking us out on the Midweek War Stories upcoming as we'll be marking out no selling for WWF's No Mercy leading to our pay-per-view war stories next week here at No Sell Entertainment, which you can go to nosellentertainment.com. That's right, nosellentertainment.com, where you can find all of the blogs, all the podcasts, everything that we do for you. You can also listen to us on Apple Podcasts, the Spotify, baby, and you can find us all on the Gram, the Facebook, and the Twitter. And like always, you can listen to all of our podcasts wherever you listen to your podcasts. 